Better Humans, what is up? We're here to talk about human stupidity. But not just that. We're actually here to talk about how you need to think for yourself and you need with every fiber of your being to stop outsourcing your decisions and your thinking. And actually everything, everything that you're doing and thinking is probably been built by somebody else and you just don't realize it. That's why when you go really, really deep and you do all that inner work to uncover traumas and all the things that hold us back, but even things that aren't traumas, we have these ideas that might've been solidified in our young. One passing comment, one curt reply from one person or one authority figure or one person making fun of you or or how you look or whatever can literally be carried with you your whole life. Humans are social creatures. Mother Nature figured out that we needed to, or she needed to, basically mold humans to be susceptible to groupthink and to form strong tribal bonds through stories, through myths, through thoughts, through bias, and through this fragile thing called the ego. Because it trained into us the fact that if the ego was threatened, that was probably because your survival or your chances of reproduction were threatened because you're standing in a group, the things that the ego tries to uphold, like, oh, I'm not bad, or I don't do this, or I'm this, or whatever. Those are a direct threat to your survival. Yet in a modern environment, uh, the ego gets in the way. It's not really gonna put us on the streets, and we're not really gonna starve because we might do or say something, and somebody might not like it, or we're not gonna threaten our standing in our group, and then we might be ostracized or exiled right these are were very real threats to our ancestors but today they don't serve us because the world's completely different in fact in a world where you have billions of humans and billions of perspectives billions of opinions if you can't figure out how to basically remove most of that noise it will drive you crazy this is why i don't really read comments anymore i still sometimes kind of go in there Hold on. This is why I don't spend a lot of time in comments anymore because even though like 99% of comments were positive and helpful, whatever, it's that 1% that still gets in there and infects the mind. So what I want to convey to you today is first the reality of humanity, the reality of people. We have to accept that reality. We have to accept them and their flaws, and that includes us. We have to also understand that their perspective, especially when it's given to us, even if we're asking for it, whether it's solicited, not solicited, whether it's solicited, not solicited, it doesn't matter. When somebody gives you their opinion, it is always clouded by bias. So here's a few quotes. The surest way to corrupt a youth is to instruct him to hold in higher esteem those who think alike than those who think differently. Nietzsche. And that's what we have in our modern world. Kids in America and most of the West are indoctrinated to believe whatever the powerful and the elite and the government tells them to believe. This version of history, this version of that, what happened, science, etc. 
It's all clouded by first agenda incentive propaganda. Only two things are infinite. The universe and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the former. Albert Einstein. And then one more here. And then we got one more here. Never attribute to malice that which can be adequately... Never Never attribute to malice that which can be adequately explained by stupidity. Never underestimate the power of human stupidity. Robert Heinlein. So most people have no clue who they are. They have no clue what they want. They have no clue what they're trying to accomplish. They generally also suck at managing their mental state, their finances, their health, their relationships, etc. Most people are plugged into the matrix. Most people are just parrots that echo, or maybe echo is not the right word, repeat verbatim whatever the TV or some talking head or some politician tells them. And those that go like an inch deep into it all, maybe they read a book or two. But the book they chose is one side, and they probably chose that book because it supported what they already believe. It's really, really hard for the human, for any human, to go into something, change his or her mind. That's hard enough as it is. But it's even rarer and harder to actually pursue trying to change your mind or pursue trying to falsify your own beliefs. And that's why those that move society forward, that move humanity forward, they are always the iconoclast. They are always stubborn, almost singularly focused on one thing. And that's how they move humanity forward. Because while they're doing it, usually during their time in their lives, they're not actually appreciated for what they're doing or what they did. It's usually after that it comes. Because all of the people during those times want to maintain the status quo. So they attack these revolutionaries, these iconoclasts. How dare they think they know better than what all of us know or how things are done or whatever. But that is how humanity evolves. It evolves through tinkering, through trying, through questioning, through debating, through trying to actively tear down every single thing we think we know to see if we can uncover underneath that huge boulder truth or potentially something underneath that has been hidden that could lead to truth or that at least lead us to questioning what we think we know. So the question for you is, if human stupidity is so rampant, if groupthink, confirmation bias, hindsight bias, Dunning-Kruger effect, and just literally like the hundreds of biases and mental failures of perception that come to our species, if we know these things, if we accept these things, why still do we let people, society, culture, status quo, which status quo is just built by their people, why do we let them dictate our lives and how we think and what we're going to do or not do? I know why. We talked about why. We talked about why. It's evolution. It's evolutionary psychology. Because if we go against the grain, our biology believes through hundreds of thousands of years and millions of years before of evolution that we will be putting our survival at risk. To think uniquely, which is to think outside of what the people around you or the culture, the society or the group thinks is a threat to survival. This is something I don't really hear anybody talk about. To think different, as Apple so famously suggested in their ad, in their in their, in their marketing, 
is to take a survival risk. So your body, your psychology, your subconscious, the 90% subconscious below that really does a lot of the heavy lifting. And then the 10%, you know, it's kind of like the little rider and the elephant thinking he's directing the elephant when really it's the elephant. It's just like badgering around. The elephant is that 90% subconscious. It's just like going where it wants to go. That wants to join the group, join the crowd. It wants to say things, think things that are already accepted by others because that social proof tells that subconscious, tells that primal inner reptilian mammalian brain that that's safe because a lot of people think it. If a lot of people think it, then I can find safety in those numbers. And actually, as I talk about this, I'm starting to feel like that question I've been wrestling with for so long, which is why do some people achieve success? Why do some people think differently, go outside the status quo, actively try to tear down? Why are some people naturally skeptic? Why are some people better at challenging authority than others? And why are some people, very small percent, better at taking complete ownership of their thoughts and their lives? Because what I've seen is the people that can do that, that small percent, they always get better results. They end up becoming the people in our modern world, right? It's completely different now, but in our modern environment where everybody is basically thinking the same, those that are able to think for themselves take responsibility of thought, of research, of experimentation into their own hands. These people win in life. The winner in today, in our modern environment, with everything around us, are those that can think for themselves. And it makes sense. I mean, think about it. Everybody on the planet can create an online brand, an account, and like put their message out there. And if everybody's doing that, you're going to have 99.99% of the time, it's going to be people saying the same shit. There's no, there's nothing unique. They're just echoing what people already know. It's not really exciting. It's not novel. So they don't really build as much of a, a following. Maybe they'll get some following, whatever. And it'll just end up being a sea of vanilla. But that unique individual that comes out and challenges the status quo, maybe just enough, you know, maybe not too much, maybe not too little. It depends. To go really mainstream, you can't really like completely destroy the status quo. You can be unique, uh, but you do have to kind of play that game. So you got to remember there's a spectrum here. I'm not suggesting you just come out and start like telling everybody they're dumb and like you're better because you think uniquely or whatever. Like that won't really get you the attention you're maybe looking for, but that's a topic for another day. The things that are unique, the artists, the messages, you know, the people, even looks, they tend to win in a sea of average. So there's two things here. There's first, can you escape the matrix you're in? And that is the people around you, what you grew up with, etc. And if you want to win and you want to kind of build something for yourself, what do you need to do that's different? How do you need to think differently? How do you need to challenge and become a skeptic of, you know, like most things? That is the question. And let's say hypothetically, you don't really care about having success or whatever, and you just kind of want to have a stable, healthy, happy life. But you want to feel good about yourself. You want to be well-adjusted. You want to be confident in your identity and who you are and what you have to say. I mean, to me, that's actually winning. It's finding contentment and confidence and feeling like you're living your truth. 
It has nothing to do with money or success or fame. In fact, a lot of times those things get in the way of finding this, right? Because a lot of times the external trappings force an identity upon you because that's what society says you're supposed to be. If you're a rock star, you're supposed to do this. If you're a celebrity, you're supposed to do that. If you're a social media influencer, you're supposed to do this. And it's kind of strange, actually, and it's this weird kind of self-selection thing. You know, it's a free market thing of nature where you tend to find people that find success in those areas. They end up defaulting to what everyone else is doing. So even within that, like you could have all the fame, power, money in the world, but then you're just defaulting to the status quo because you don't want to threaten your career. You don't want people to not like you or whatever. But it's like, where are the people with a large audience, the celebrities, right? The, I mean, we know why why politicians don't do it, right? But the celebrities or I don't know, anybody with with money in, in a platform, where are those people out there with that kind of platform that are really trying to wake people up, that are really challenging the status quo? <laughs> I don't see it. I just literally don't see it. And, and I understand why that is, but I mean, at the same time, it's kind of funny because there's actually an opportunity there and not most humans can deal with it. But to polarize today and to get a large following through polarization, you're gonna have to have people that love you and people that hate you. That's just kind of comes to the territory. And I don't think most people can deal with the hate part. I think they just feel like, I might as well just appeal to those that love me and then not cause a ruckus so that I don't have people that hate me. And again, I get it. Like I get it from a biological survival incentive-based perspective. The incentives probably aren't there for some people. They're just not willing to do it. I've said for a long time though, if you gave me a lot of money and I had a platform, whatever, I would say whatever I want. And of course, I'm a person that has been ruthless in my independence. You know, my, like, I already am uncancelable. I already am uncancelable. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, you can take my YouTube account down, but okay, so what? It's not like how I make my money anyways, right? So that does matter to me. I don't know. I guess I'm rambling, but I just feel like I, <laughs> the world needs more people that are willing to especially in 2021, right? Especially with all craziness going on, which I'm pretty much tapping out of. I don't want to talk about it or think about it anymore. But with all that, with that kind of reach and exposure and what the world so desperately needs is a destruction of dogma and status quo. We need a destruction of bias. We need to actively annihilate it to the best of our ability. And that comes from questioning the things that everybody have has just accepted, like blindly accepted, because that's what the matrix is. The matrix is an accepted illusion. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's what the average person is living in. And it doesn't mean you have to like exit the matrix and go live like Neo in the underground eating slop. Like you can exit the matrix and live an amazing life. I actually believe that that is the path to an amazing life. When you exit the nutrition dogma, you get to eat amazing grass-fed steaks every day. And you get sunlight and go in the sauna and you like you eat amazing real food that's cooked at home. That is so much better than the processed food slop they try to sell you and tell you it's better for you and better for the environment, right? One example, you know, when you exit big pharma and big medical, you don't have to go to the doctor every quarter, check up, make sure you're okay. You don't have to take pills and deal with all that rigmarole nonsense. You're just healthy. And if you like break your ankle or something, then you go to the doctor. Great, they fix it. So we're supposed to do. It's supposed to be, you know, things that you can fix, not not chronic disease management, which is why it's become sick care, not health care. When you look at your finances and you realize 
I'm just investing because this is what all the experts tell me and what I should do. So I buy stocks and I buy this or buy whatever and I get like abysmal returns or I get no returns at all if you actually look at what's going on. Everybody thinks they're rich now, but we have asset inflation. When you open up to this and you realize what inflation is, you understand what fiat is. You understand how Wall Street is rigged. <laughs> then you're like, okay, so what do I actually need to do? Maybe I need to buy some physical things. Maybe I have some guns and ammo. Maybe I need to have some silver, right? Which I do. But more importantly, you would converge on Bitcoin. You'd realize that it's the thing that you should be having in an environment that has become absolutely detached from economic reality. And if you want to learn more about that, you got to get the Bitcoin Basics podcast. So go over to BitcoinWillSaveUs.com. You get the Bitcoin Basics podcast over there. And I am going to wrap this up and I want to tell you about my new project. So if you're with me at this point in this podcast or video, you are definitely a listener and you are somebody that joins me and I appreciate that. And I have nothing but gratitude for you. And if again, if there's anything I can ever do, let me know. I'm launching a new company. I'm very excited about it. This is the first time I've talked about it on a show or anything or YouTube. So I'm kind of like racking my brain to where it even go. Um, I did a talk yesterday in Austin with some people kind of like, you know, the first first time I talked about it. And yeah, it was really exciting. It's amazing. Uh, and somebody's calling me. Let's see. What is this about? Hello? These people still call me about this. It's amazing. They somehow called me on my iPad too. How's that? What's that about? Okay, blocked. Done. So I'm going to record some videos and have a new channel and have this all on the website. The Bitcoin Basics website is going to be inside the Better Human Company website. The company is Better Human Company. You can find that over at betterhuman.world. I hope you get over there and get on the email list because we have some amazing things planned. Uh, it gives me goosebumps. I'm about to say this. I have found what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. <clears throat> you know what? I can't even record this here. I feel like I'm getting emotional. I'm going to record this in a separate video and put it there. So if you're hearing this, you'll find that video over at betterhuman.world where I'll talk about this more and you can kind of get into it there. I want to wrap this video up, this topic for today. And then I'll start talking about this more. I'll have a more succinct call to action at the end. And I'll start talking about the different ideas I have and what I'm going to do coming forward. So I hope you'll follow along and, and then even support us. There's a lot that you can do to help us. It's going to be game changer. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So betterhuman.world to get that. That's all I want you to do. And if you want to learn about Bitcoin, the Bitcoin Basics podcast is going to launch over there too. So I also have an email list for that over at bitcoinwillsaveus.com. So that's going to be it. So the summary of today is most people are just robots or, I mean, robots and or parrots and or like automatons, automatons, not automatons. I, want to, I always want to say automatons because I, I, I visualize the word in my mind, but it's automatons that lemmings, that's a good word, lemmings, you know, sheep. And these things are somewhat derogatory, but the reality is they're exactly what's going on. And they're exactly defining what people are. They have grown up their whole lives be a, 
being a byproduct of whatever the society around them and the culture and the people and the friends of the family have molded them into. And they enter adulthood and they follow the same path and they do the same things, watch the same sports, try the same drugs, like do all the same ways to escape their reality in which they're also generally miserable or lacking in meaning or whatever. And then they raise kids to do the same thing. And every so often, a small branch branches out. They can think for themselves. They find first principles and they take the red pill. They escape from the matrix. That's what I want to do more than anything here, better human. And betterhuman.world, where the better human company is going to focus on helping people escape the tyranny of fiat and the West's enslavement of humanity. And we're going to talk about that more and I'll, I'll show you how to help and participate. It's going to be amazing. I'm really, really, really excited about this. I've been meandering for two years trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. I've even used that phrase, like, what am I going to do with my life? Like, even though CEO of a company, I have a podcast, I have all these things going on and I still feel like I haven't figured it out, you know? And then I did. Mark Twain said, there are two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. That happened to me three days ago now. It's the day I found out why. So betterhuman.world. And if you're not already on the Better Human newsletter, you got to go to Colin.coach. And I'm sending you to all these places, but really Colin.coach is the best place because that gets you the Better Human newsletter that will have everything. If you get that newsletter every week, usually on a Sunday, sometimes on a Saturday, you get that every weekend. I'm going to have all the shows I did for the week. I'm going to have a section to highlight what we're doing at betterhuman.world. I got I to gotta get better at that. It's what we're doing at Better Human Company and the URL is betterhuman.world, right? As well as other stuff, content, tweets I like, etc. Helping you become a better human and helping you help others become better humans. That's what we're about. And I got to write that down. That's good. Helping you become a better human and so you can also then help others become better humans. That's what we're all about. So that's going to be it. I've already gone over because I'm recording a few days and it's all pent up. So I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you watching. Appreciate you following along. And I appreciate you helping me make better humans through you becoming a better human and then helping others and on and on and on and on. That's it.